Welcome to the Feed Your Soul Gospel Reflections Podcast, presented by Dynamic Catholic. Over the next several minutes, you will receive inspiration and encouragement. We hope will meet you where you are and lead you to where God is calling you to be. For more great content like this, or to experience this program in video format, go to dynamiccatholic.com. Are you better at loving people today than you were a year ago? It's a difficult question because love is a hard thing to measure and an even more difficult thing to track. So let me ask it in a different way. Do you want to be better at loving people one year from today? If the answer is yes, then you're in luck because today's gospel is all about Jesus bringing awareness to two distractions that severely handicap our ability to love. The first distraction is the need to be exalted. Jesus says, He who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. It's an old word. We don't use it very often anymore. It's defined as being held in high regard by other people. I want you to notice here that Jesus doesn't say that being exalted is a bad thing. I think there's often a temptation, particularly among Christians, to read this passage and think any kind of public exaltation is anti the gospel, like being a Christian is to avoid or requires you to be embarrassed by public appreciation of any kind. But it's not. What Jesus is concerned with is not whether we are exalted or not. It's when we make exaltation our aim that we have a problem. In other words, we get into trouble when we start needing to be preferred over others. And this is the distraction. A great modern example of this is the virtue signaling that happens constantly on social media. If you spend five seconds on social media, you will find someone publicly expressing an opinion to demonstrate that he or she has good character or is on the right side of a particular issue. Whether that person believes that thing or not may be why they do it. It may not be why they do it. They're doing it because they want to be exalted by the people they want to be exalted by. They're doing it because they need their platform or their voice or their image to be preferred over other people. The problem with this is when being exalted is the aim, it requires me to look at other people as competition. So when I look at you, I can't actually see you. What I see instead of a person is a means to whatever end I want to achieve. Are you higher or lower than me status-wise? Well, if you're higher, then my question is, how do I use you to get above you? And if you're lower, can you do something for me to help me elevate my status? It's a hierarchical worldview where my worth is found in being celebrated by the people I want to be celebrated by, and my comfort is in looking at all of the people below me and reveling in the knowledge that I'm not as lowly as they are. Eventually, if this is taken far enough, life becomes a zero-sum game where any success for you is actually bad for me giving me incentive to either use you or 
work toward your misfortune because it is just as effective toward raising my status as doing something worthy of being honored. Hence why aiming for exaltation is such an inhibitor to love. It's actually impossible to see other people as a means to the end of being exalted and love them at the same time. One has to give. Jesus says you can't serve two masters after all. So, if you want to increase your capacity for love, Jesus says, wean yourself off any attachment you have to being preferred over others by intentionally setting out to grow in humility. Practically, Jesus suggests taking the lowest place in whatever context status is measured in your life. So you can stop thinking, worrying, or concerning yourself with status. It puts you in a position to be able to say, I'm not going to make any decisions or spend any time on what my status is or isn't. My focus is going to be on other people, on loving them, on listening to them, and giving the best of what I can offer them in the moment I'm with them. If I'm elevated to a higher place after that, great. If I'm not, oh well. That's not what I'm here for anyway. What a beautiful and free and amazing and full of love place to be in. And what a great practical suggestion from Jesus. The second distraction is reciprocity. Now, I know what you might be thinking. You might be thinking, wait a minute, reciprocity is a good thing. And in a certain way, yes, reciprocity is a good thing. In a particular way, reciprocity is necessary for any functional and healthy society. But that's not what I mean here. What I mean by reciprocity is I do something for you because I can expect that at some point you will provide something of similar or greater value to me. This is Old Testament thinking. It is not Jesus thinking. It's an eye for an eye, quid pro quo policy that limits generosity rather than expands it. It tries to relegate love to an exclusive club where only those who can pay me back are welcome to my time, attention, and generosity. In other times during his life, Jesus says, what good is loving those who love you back? Everyone does that. If you want to be my follower, you will give to people who can do nothing for you in return. When I hear this reading, I think about the Dorothy Day quote where she once said, I only love God as much as I love the person I love the least. Looking at it that way changes things, doesn't it? It does for me at least. When I think of the people I love the least, do you know what I see? I see all the reasons why I'm totally justified in treating them the way that I do. She's selfish and manipulative, so I'm justified in being sarcastic and cold. He was arrogant and conceited first, so he deserves it when I mock him and talk about him behind his back. They all deserve it, right? But who do you think Jesus wants me to see when I think of the person I love the least? Those selfish and manipulative and arrogant people I have in my mind? No. I think Jesus wants me to see him. Him in disguise. And to realize that how I act toward these people reveals the truth of what kind of lover I am. Loving those who love me back reveals nothing but how I respond to those who can't repay me or who, worse yet, 
ignore my love and just go on being awful, how I respond to those people reveals everything about who I am, what I'm about, and how well I love. For the righteous, Jesus refers to in this week's gospel passage, what they may or may not get in return on earth is nothing more than a distraction to love. Love one another as I have loved you, Jesus says. Love without counting the cost. Love is Jesus' love, not based on what I deserve or don't deserve, but fully, without measure, regardless of how the other person will respond. So if you want to be better at loving people one year from now, take heed of this week's message. Step away from the distractions of exaltation and reciprocity and step into humility and love without measure. And if you're feeling inspired, be sure to comment in the section below to continue the conversation on how this week's gospel impacts you. Thank you for listening. We hope this episode nourished your soul. For more great content like this, or to experience this program in video format, go to dynamiccatholic.com.